If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the second last Friday of the month, you're tuned into the rap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And it's just one of the things beginning to reach your ears faster than ever before, with mobile technology part of that reason. You might not realise it, but your mobile is one of the fastest ways for you to connect. In fact, the minimum speed for pretty much every 4G in Australia far exceeds what your ADSL connection back home will do. And it's quite a bit faster than quite a few NBN installations as well. But it's about to get even faster, because if you have a new phone, you might be able to hit the gigabit mark. Telstra and Optus both chimed in this week to prove their networks could both do it, but only Telstra hit that magic 1000 megabit mark, proving that if you rely on a phone like the Galaxy S9 and you're in a 3km radius of central Sydney or Melbourne, and the timing is just right, you can hit that magical 1 gigabit mark. Or to take it out of jargon, that's 125 megabytes per second. That means you can download an episode of something like Game of Thrones in 30 seconds if you hit those speeds, and Australia will have more chance to do that very soon. While we know telcos are doing what they can to test these speeds in major Australian cities, Telstra told us its gigabit LTE was also being deployed in Perth and worked in Brisbane and Adelaide as well. The rest of Australia should begin to get it, but Telstra is also testing 2 gigabit speeds. That's even faster again, and it won't be here for a while. Now, to get those 1 gigabit speeds, you're going to need a recent phone, and that's a question we've had since we published our Galaxy S9 Plus review last week. Which makes more sense, the S8 or the S9? Well, the funny thing is, as much as we like a new phone, and we like a lot of new phones, the Galaxy S8 still makes a lot of sense. If you can find one that saves you money, the S8 is a good bargain. It's a question enough readers seem to ask us, and it's one we keep thinking about, because money is important. Seriously, if you can save a good three or four hundred dollars, you can see similar performance, fast gigabit network speeds, and an excellent phone all around that doesn't differ dramatically from the new design. But if you want the best Samsung has to offer, you'll find it in the S9 Plus, at least for now, because Samsung's next flagship phone is coming in the back half of the year as a new Galaxy Note. For now, that's all rumours and speculation, which is exactly what we have for Apple, as the world awaits what is possibly a new iPad announcement next week. While we're expecting a lot of new products from Apple in June, next week might reveal something as well, as Apple sends word of an education event for March 27. Now this is interesting because the invite looks like it might have been drawn with an Apple Pencil, the on-screen stylus you can only use with the iPad Pro. And the iPad Pro is an expensive tablet, certainly too much so for something like school. And yet the invite gives off the impression that we might see a new iPad Pro with the Apple Pencil supported next week, possibly as a less expensive model or even maybe a model size for school. We don't have anything other than rumours for this one, but we want to say there's a possibility of an iPad Pro Mini, and that's because the Mini, the regular iPad Mini, was last updated in 2015, and yet Apple keeps it around. So we have to wonder, is that what Apple's working on? A new model made for school kids? We'll know more in the next few days, but for now, we have bigger issues to deal with, because if you use Facebook, and who doesn't use Facebook, you may be deciding whether you should stay or whether you should go. This week, the Delete Facebook movement kicked up steam as an investigation into Facebook and an analysis company, Cambridge Analytica, kicked into gear. Now, if you don't know what this is all about, but you've been hearing it all week, the too-long-didn't-read-would-prefer-it-if-we-read-it-out-to-you version of the story is this. We all know that Facebook captures a ton of data, and it ranges from your name to your birthday to likes, dislikes, pictures, videos, you name it. If you put it on Facebook, it has access to it. 
Unfortunately, at least one app service may as well, and that's because it did something rather tricky, building online profiles and what's called psychometrics to understand around 50 million people. That gives this company a ton of information, and it was used to essentially predict people's patterns with the company possibly influencing what people see and think. And the general feeling is that Facebook didn't do enough, but that's not stopped people from wanting to leave Facebook, to shut the door and never come back. So if you're in that boat where this is actually a real thing, we've put up a guide to help explain the process. However, given Facebook has become part of what many of us rely on to connect with friends, with family members and so on, we err on the side of caution and suggest that deletion may not be the answer. Just like when you lose a backup, you swear it'll never happen again and you make regular backups just in case. This is something we're all going to learn from and while Facebook is fixing its platform problems for better security, you can tell the apps you have on your account what to do, kicking them to the curb and limiting the access they have to your life. We've put that all down in a guide at the picker.com.au website, as well as more on all of these stories, but that's about all the time we have for On The Wrap this week. You can find more of us on Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and more. And The Wrap will be back next week for more of what's happening in the world of tech. Until then, have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Take care.